Welcome to the Walk Podcast of the Thompson Institute, a podcast for students and faculty on your walk across campus as a resource for your spiritual journey. I'm Aaron Badenhop. And I'm Jordan Browning. And we are your hosts and fellow Buckeyes. Next guest on the Walk Podcast is Scott LaCrosse, a senior lecturer in marketing in the Fisher College of Business at Ohio State. When Professor LaCrosse arrived at Miami University in Oxford, Ohio to pursue his undergraduate degree, he didn't have his mind set on becoming a university professor. It was a winding journey of several different jobs from Christian ministry to the business world, receiving his MBA from Northern Illinois University, before ultimately ending up teaching marketing classes here at Fisher. Yet Professor LaCrosse has learned a lot along the way and has found his niche instructing undergraduate students, preparing them for the real world. Students in Fisher seek out his classes as they know they will find someone that is knowledgeable, helpful, and caring. Without further ado, our interview with Scott LaCrosse. Scott, thanks for being here. We really appreciate you taking the time to uh, be on the Walk podcast with us um, to share about even what your life is like uh, as a professor in the School of Business um, and how your faith interacts and informs that stuff. But kind of to start us off, would love to just, yeah, tell us about yourself. What do you do uh, here at Ohio State? Yeah, sure. Uh, first, thanks for having me. This is yeah. kind of a cool experience. I've uh, We were talking, I'm, I listen to a lot of podcasts, so this will be the first time I've ever been on one. Um, so it's going to be kind of a neat experience. Yeah. Um, but uh, as you mentioned, I'm a professor in the Fisher School of Business. So uh, my official title is senior lecturer, which means that I spend all my time teaching. That's like my main focus. So I don't know if uh, students know the difference. There's kind of two sides of the being a professor. There's those who are more academic, who um, you know they have, their PhD, they have their PhD and are probably doing part of their time doing research and the other part of time teaching. Uh, and then I'm on the other side, which um, are kind of lecturers, senior lecturers. And uh, we typically come from, we say, industry. So I worked in marketing for about 10 years before I started teaching. So started as an adjunct for a couple of years and then about three years ago moved into full-time. So uh, I love it. I love being in the classroom around the students. So that's what get, I get spent all my time doing. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so you are you were mentioning before that you're not from Columbus. You didn't go to school at Ohio State. How did you no. end up even at Ohio State as oh, a professor? Uh, funny story, but I'll keep it short. Um, so I, I grew up in Cincinnati, so I have Ohio roots. Um, and then I uh, started guest lecturing with my my old school at Miami of Ohio. So I got invited to just speak at a class, and uh, this was years ago. Uh, and did that and, and just really enjoyed it. And I thought it went well, and she thought it went well, and uh, did that for about two years. Um, I was living in Columbus at that point, um, and that just required me to take a whole day off of work and sort of travel to Miami and then come back. And so... I just thought it'd be nice to be able to do that here locally. So literally all I did is I emailed the chairs of every marketing department in Columbus um, and just said, hey, you know, I've been doing this and interested in getting to more classrooms. And uh, and the only one I heard back from was Ohio State. So it just, I think it was just a little combination of timing and worked out. And so I had lunch with the chair and through that conversation kind of got my foot in the door and I guess spoke a few times and then a year later, they threw out the opportunity to teach, and so I uh, I took it. So oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, it, it, and even with that, tell us a little bit about your faith journey, what that's looked like for you. Um, even any significant moments that you think of that, like, man, this was 
big turning point or like a, a significant moment in my life where God worked. Oh, um, so how long yeah. is this podcast supposed to be? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, obviously that was a big one, taking a, a big uh, step and kind of change career. So I guess I'll go back and do a little bit more chronologically. Um, so I I grew up in a Catholic family. So, I mean, that was sort of the religion that I knew. Um, and, you know, I my memories are going to uh, Mass, falling asleep in the wooden pews when I was a kid. Uh, and then by the time I got to be, I guess, teenager, you know, junior high, uh, we really weren't going to any church. So I would say faith was kind of not a part of my life. It just wasn't something I, I did or thought about. Um, I had all the stories from growing up. I knew, you know, the Bible and about Jesus and knew the name and, and all kind of, I guess, what you take away as a kid. Um, and then I got into high school and I had an older sibling, my older sister, who I had a really good relationship with, and I don't know if you go into high school as a, as a freshman, you have a, a junior, you know, sibling. They kind of watch out for you. So, mm. or um, the opposite. what's that? I said or the opposite. Or the opposite. So <laughs> I was in a I was fortunate to where we had a, a good enough relationship yeah, to yeah. where she watched out for me. And and at that point, she had got connected into some um, Christian groups in high school and was going to like a Bible study in the Cincinnati area where we lived. And uh, she invited me a few times, and initially I was just like, nah, no thanks. It's just not really what I was interested in. Um, and kind of throughout that year, it would ask me to go, and I said no. And then I noticed some of my other friends kind of my age were going, and um, just through hearing them talk about it, kind of eventually went uh, and checked it out. Um, and I, I guess I would say caught my attention. I, I wasn't a, immediately like, wow, this is amazing. Um, but just over time... I think just started sinking in and planting some seeds in my in my mind and started thinking about some things and uh, I was at a Young Life camp, so a Young Life organization. Mm-hmm. I went to the the camp there. I guess it was my freshman year still. And uh, at that point, they you know, put out there the opportunity to actually accept Christ. And so I stood up and said, "Yes, I've accepted Christ." And, and if I was being completely honest, I, I think that probably some of that was still a little bit of peer pressure. Right, mm-hmm. just sort of like, oh, this is kind of what you do. Yeah. Um, so, and then following that, I think the best part is I, because of that, I got connected into um, some more adult leaders and kind of invested in me and and uh, did some little bit more discipling and uh, and then it really started to sink in. Um, I would say through my high school, I, I was a professed Christian, but there was still a lot about the faith that I didn't really have connections about what mm-hmm. it actually means kind mm-hmm. of from a daily basis. Um, and then my senior year, one of those sort of milestone moments that you're talking about happened. I uh, decided to go on a missions trip um, with other high schoolers down to Mexico and visit an orphanage. And I uh, did that over spring break, and that was just, I mean, I could talk all the whole time about that, but mm-hmm. let's just say it really sort of shook my faith in my life of just seeing you know kids who have nothing smiling about the simplest things and it really challenged me to think about kind of how I was living my life and I think that was a time when I really um, took a different I guess what the word is approach or just thinking about what faith meant in my life and I think I really um, changed from knowing about Jesus to really trying to live for Jesus so um, so that w- that really was a great I guess, uh, stepping point when I got into college, I got connected into a great organization um, known as Crew here. It was Campus Crusade for Christ when mm-hmm. I was in college. And fortunately, got connected in some really 
great guys, um, relationships that I have still today. I mean, guys who I need to talk to regularly or else something feels off. Um, and so I was pretty plugged into that. And then uh, my junior year was just feeling the need to do something like that, kind of a step out of faith. And the opportunity was thrown out there for uh, summer or spring break trips. And one was mentioned was Macedonia. And first I thought Macedonia, Ohio, <laughs> that doesn't seem very exciting. But then I realized it's actually the country of Macedonia. And uh, it just caught my attention. And I thought about going. And just at that point, though, I the idea of raising support money to go on a trip and uh, the trip was quickly approaching. And I, I was really kind of leaning against it. And one of my roommates, who's still one of my best friends today, um, we were talking about it on our couch, and he just asked me the question. He said, what would you do if money wasn't an issue? Because I was really hung up on this idea of having to raise support, you know, ask mm -hmm. people for money, mm -hmm. just something about it. And uh, he asked me a very direct question. I said, well, if money was an issue, I would go, of course. And he said, well, then just go. I mean, why are you letting something like that hold you back? Just, just make the decision to go and then let God take care of the money. So uh, I just felt like it was God sort of just poking me and saying, you know, how else clear can I be? And so I, I decided, okay, uh, I made the commitment. I think I told uh, the leaders I was going that night. And long story short, it's like $1,500 to raise. I think that came in in less than a week. Mm -hmm. And actually more than I needed came in. So I was able to help others who raised support. So uh, I took a step of faith, went out of my comfort zone. And uh, Turns out, on that trip, I actually met my wife. Hey. <laughs> so uh, two two significant people I, I met on that trip were my wife, um, started dating right after it, and then one of my other best friends, who was the best man at my wedding, was also on that trip. So uh, it was just that, that idea of um, getting out of my comfort zone, my familiar zone, and taking a step of faith, and I've... I've taken that forward uh, since then. That that comment that he made to me of what would you do if money was an issue, hmm. um, and so uh, I've have other times when I was deciding between teaching and leaving corporate world to teach. I I asked myself like what would I do if money was an issue, and hmm. uh, that kind of helped me take a step of faith and, and transition to a completely different area in my life. And you know, since then it's worked out pretty well. Yeah, and I think that. I mean, my guess is that a lot of people listening can relate, whether it's the exact same situation that you you went through, but can relate to the difficulty of wrestling with kind of the unknown. What if I take this step and I'm sort of, I fall flat on my face? Yeah. <clears throat> um, you know, I'll look like an idiot. Uh, I'll really regret this decision, whatever it might be. And it's, it's cool to even hear how your faith sort of has... Kind of, and, and then even through a community of faith too, as it kind of like pushed, nudged you, like you said, poked you into kind of stepping out uh, to trust in God more. And even related to that, I think um, I, I can just remember in undergrad, about to graduate, uh, feeling as though I needed to have uh, my life figured out. I needed oh, yeah. to know exactly what job would like fit me perfectly and I needed to go find that job. And if I didn't get it right out of school, then something was wrong. Um, and even as you were talking and then or even earlier, you kind of had mentioned that, you know, teaching, you didn't start teaching at Ohio state and like right out of your undergraduate experience. And so even what, what did it look like for you? Uh, kind of that time, you know, finishing school and, and kind of being in the workplace and, uh, getting to where you are now, what, what were those experiences like for you? What did you learn, uh, through the unknown, if you will? 
Yeah, so I have a, a, a unique story. Um, and I, I always share it in my first day of class when I'm sort of sharing my background. And, and I always make a point. Uh, I have a slide that sort of shows the different phases of my life. And I always start saying, I'm on essentially my third career. Um, my, so when I was in college and I was involved with crew, another thing I was doing, I was actually um, also on part-time staff with a church in Cincinnati. So I was working with high school students and youth ministry. So I was at school, but then I was also kind of doing that and driving back to Cincinnati twice a, twice a week. So I had this decision to make when I was graduating. Right? I just studied business, and I, I enjoyed business. I was a marketing major and management major. Um, but I had this opportunity to then, do I go into the business world or do I go into ministry? And at that time, it was, it was really almost like a choice between two paths, um, where ministry was a separate thing and then business was another thing. Um, I ultimately decided to to st- continue on in the role I was with the church. Um, part of that was because I'd been doing it for three years and I'd been working with a group of students since they were freshmen and so they were going into their senior year and I just felt like I, I wasn't at the point where I was ready to kind of move on. Um, so I, funny enough, <laughs> part of my job actually had to raise support <laughs> going back to sort of my fear of going on a trip, you know, a one-time trip. Um, so now my whole life, uh, I guess, source is based on asking people to contribute money. So uh, I did that for about two years, and then they had graduated, and I, and I got married in, in that time. I got married right out of college, basically. And then I felt like, okay, I, I just felt like that chapter had come to a close. And that was a weird feeling um, because I I made that decision thinking, oh, I'm I'm my life is going to be ministry. I was going to work in a church or in a ministry. And to have these feelings of maybe I don't, this isn't really where I belong, it was strange. Um, and I struggled for a good amount of time of, of wrestling with, you know, is it, am I walking away from God's will? Am I, you know, am I making a wrong decision? And, and finally, I just had some good conversations with people um, who were in, on staff in the ministry. And, and luckily I had a pastor who was like, you know, I think you're making this way too big of a decision. You know, if if you're feeling, you know, strongly that there are good things, why don't you go explore that and pursue that? Um, and, you know, it's, it's not really right or wrong. And that was a good lesson for me as well. So um, ultimately decided to pursue business, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, had a transition year and then uh, ultimately landed in pretty big corporate marketing role. And funny enough, that actually came about through connections I had at the church, uh, through sort of somebody I knew or knew me and all this stuff. Uh, and then that sparked a whole new path for the next eight years, um, eight plus years of being in more of a corporate um, marketing role, which was great. I mean, I enjoyed it. it as brand marketing. I got to work on some fun brands like Ballpark Hot Dogs and mm-hmm. You know, do some cool things working with the the Cubs and the Sox in Chicago area and action sports, and it was just a lot of fun. Um, I really enjoyed it. And then, um, kind of after again eight years, I mentioned earlier, just had the opportunity to teach, and just felt again like this was just time where this phase felt like it was over and it was something new intended. And it was a big decision because I was walking away from security and you know all these things of a, of a steady job to not only start teaching um, as an adjunct, actually, which is like a part-time professor. To do that, I actually started my own consulting company because I you can't really support a family just as an adjunct professor. So it was a big decision. Um, but I look back at those things and I, and I say, okay, I'm on my third career in my you know late 30s. And uh, I see this a lot. And I think that's definitely a very 
big focus of mine with my students because I'm my classes are typically um, seniors who are getting ready to graduate. And I just, in talking to them outside the classroom, I can literally see and feel the pressure that they have on them of like, you know, I'm deciding my life path. And I share pretty regularly with them, like, you know, whatever you decide to do when you graduate is, is important, right? But it's not all important. Like, it doesn't define the rest of your life. Like, if I could insert one thought into students' minds, it would be that. It's, you know, don't take it for granted, you know, think about the decision, talk to people, but... What you decide to do in this next year or two years doesn't mean that's what you're going to be doing in the next 40 or 50 years. Mm -hmm. um, you can change. Right? So uh, I'm very big on pursuing experiences more so than trying to land the right, the perfect job or the perfect mm -hmm. role. Um, I think especially in those first few years out of college, you, you don't even really know what your passions are a lot of times. So um, you have to just get experiences that will expose you to different things um, that you can learn from and grow from, but then also ultimately could be the catalyst for it takes you in a whole new direction. I never thought about teaching until I got into a classroom and as a guest speaker, right? It just wasn't on my radar. I mean, it was in maybe the back of my mind, but I didn't know until I actually exposed myself to it. So I tell my students all the time, you know, just think about the experience, um, you know, not the perfect role. Where, where do you, you know, what are the things you enjoy doing? And then ultimately your goal should be to learn new things as you approach, you know, life out of college. So unfortunately, Aaron's not here as we're recording, um, but uh, it was great. I hope you guys enjoyed having Scott LaCrosse um, and hearing this first episode. Uh, I really appreciated as he was sharing kind of his faith journey, I, I found it to be super relatable. Hopefully uh, some of you listeners yeah, could relate. Having some sort of spiritual background, he mentioned going to a Catholic church, um, not really being too interested in it, sort of having a general idea of, of kind of what the Bible had to say about Jesus and different Bible stories. But it took someone in his life, his sister, um, to kind of yeah, kind of bring him out to things, invite him to stuff, and and over time, um, it was a it was a kind of a progression for him to sort of uh, come to faith and say, yeah, this is something I want to live my life for. Um, I'm all in, uh, and I found that to be yeah refreshing to hear and relatable. Uh, also, want to mention uh, for you guys to mark your calendars for this February 28th, a Thursday evening uh, at 8 p.m. The Thompson Institute is hosting a large campus-wide gathering in the Archie Griffin Ballroom in the Ohio Union. The topic is going to be, Are You Free? Christian and Atheist Scholars Seek to Make Sense of Our Innate Desire for Personal Freedom. We have philosophers Gregory Gansel and Eric Weilenberg coming in to discuss what it means to experience personal freedom and how one's belief about what it means to be human impact what it means to be free. There's no entrance fee at the event, and it's open to the public, so be sure to show up a few minutes early uh, as the seating will be limited. Thanks for listening, guys. Stay tuned for our next episode with Scott LaCrosse. Thanks so much for listening to The Walk of the Thompson Institute. The personal views presented by the scholars and professors on our podcast do not represent the views of their employer. For upcoming events and for more information, visit thethompsoninstitute.org a program of crew at Ohio State.